Well, hello, everybody. So nice to be hanging out with you again today. Oh my gosh, we had such a whirlwind doing the Impact Summit for the 2020 International Climate Action Challenge. And uh, so many people contributed to that over the last several months. I just wanted to pause and, and do kind of a quick recap for you um, by way of, of telling you about the Eco Champion Awards. So I'm just going to start right in because we have so many folks to, uh, to tell you about. So let me go ahead and get to getting with that. All right. So I'm just going to cruise right through this. Uh, you know, during the Impact Summit, we, I was able to just read the names, but there were so many I didn't, it wasn't able to tell you about them at all. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do now. So uh, we'll just go one by one here. So the first team that ever signed up for it, uh, we did big cheers when um, Karen signed up, uh, was the Eco Clava team from Mexico. And their whole thing is, um, is doing a continual education about how we can change our behaviors. So Karen is a climate reality leader. She's very passionate um, about giving talks, but what they're trying to do is get people to change their diet for one thing, as well as other behaviors. Um, so that's, so congratulations to Karen. Um, let's see. So it is, let me see if I get my names right here. Karen Edith Palacio Velasco and Ramiro Garcia Alonso. Yay. Congratulations to them. Uh, okay. So next up is, um, Let's see. Next up is the Coral Cole team. And this is Claudia Lorena Hurtado Toro and Elia Elizabeth Perez Reyes. And their team, Coral Cole, is based in Colombia. And they have background in um, marine science and um like Elia has been had been doing turtle rescue and are very passionate about doing whatever they can to get plastics out of the ocean. Um, so uh, definitely check them out and congratulations to the Coral Coal team. With each of these folks too, we're listing their Facebook um, their Facebook links, their Instagram. So we would love it if you would hop over there, give them a like, follow their, their account so that they get some support as they're getting going. Okay, next up is team number four. This is, the winner is Irasu Aranda from Remat Pet. Uh, this is such a cool project. What they're doing is um, Irasu wanted to do a um, some kind of circular economy project. So she teamed up with Chris and they are uh, taking mattresses and repurposing them, disassembling them, recreating them as pet beds. And at the end of the life of the pet beds, they'll take them back and upcycle them again. So this is a beautiful example of a, a circular economy project. Uh, their Instagram photos are amazing. So um, congratulations to Irasu. Okay, next up is Black and White Conversations from the Heart. This, the uh, Eco Champion Award goes to Albert Kiefner. And Albert has this idea, you know, he said like after the George Floyd 
murder. He was just so aggravated, so angry that these killings keep happening and yet they just seem to be forgotten. And he's like, I am going to do whatever it takes so that George Floyd's death is not forgotten and that we make progress because of it. So his idea is let's just, until people start talking to each other and working together on common issues, that there's no way that we're going to overcome the systemic racism. So that's his project. Um, it's uh, definitely check out what all they are doing and congratulations to Albert. Okay. <clears throat> uh, let's see, let me bring this over here in another window. Uh, and if you guys are, okay, what did I just do here? Yep. Okay. We're good. Um, <laughs> if you guys are hanging out and watching this on Facebook or YouTube, just definitely leave a comment and say howdy that you're visiting, that you're joining. I would appreciate that. All right, so next up is team number 11. This is the Regrow team. Um, so this is an international team where uh, Debs Ree is in Bangladesh. Her husband is studying in the U.S. They've got members from India and Canada and Australia all doing the same thing uh, Debs Ree idea came out of the time of the um, during the pandemic, needing to cut back on her budget of food and also needing to not go out as much. And so she had this idea, well, why don't I do what I saw the women in Bangladesh, the older women in Bangladesh do, which is save the seeds, save everything that comes into your kitchen and use it. So she took that that those kind of ancient approaches and like relearned them and then created these amazing little, these uh, a cycle and they kind of systematized it. Um, so definitely check out their project and congratulations to Debs Ree, Mandal and Uday Dada. Yay. <laughs> um, okay. Next up is team 20. This is uh, the voter outreach team from Citizens Climate Lobby Lancaster. Uh, Jim Sando is also one of our mentors. And Citizens Climate Lobby had the idea of doing, they usually do some kind of voter outreach, but during the pandemic, they switched it up and uh, started doing letter writing and postcard writing. Uh, their initial goal was 1,000. They ended up doing 2,500 of these. and. Um, in the process of them researching, of Jim researching all the projects, all the programs that were out there, he let us know in the challenge and there were several other teams that took up his idea and, and ran with it. So congratulations to Jim Sando of CCL Lancaster. All right, uh, next one up is the, um, the Youth Proyecto Philippines and Youth Proyecto Philippines actually had two different um, challenges in here and completed both of them. One was doing the international coastal cleanup. The second is the um, Eco Philippines um, Eco Festival, the Philippine Eco Festival. Um, and, you know, what, what they were able to do, so their festival in the past had a lot of 
getting together, dance contests, games, all the stuff that, you know, young people would just love to do. And, and then they had to switch it all up because of the pandemic. So he was able to pivot and they came up with a completely different way of doing it. And although they missed the physical interaction, they were able to bring in people from more remote areas and uh, bring them in on an equal basis to other folks in the um, more central area. So it had some positive impacts as well. Uh, so they had 300 youth attendees um, and formed lots of partnerships. So congratulations to Daniel Agon. All right, the next one up is Malika Yates with, she had a bunch of different initiatives here. Uh, Malika serves as Elite Miss Delaware Earth, um, which is a pageant and they have a platform and her platform is eco-education. So um, Malika also started a nonprofit called Global Ripple Effect Inc. Um, she had, you know, in the past, she'd been doing eco-education with schools and with, with COVID, it was so hard to, to engage schools to do a normal thing of going into the classroom. Um, so she was able to reach out to, to Girl Scout troops and it may be that the schools are coming back around and will be ready again. Um, but she also identified that a lot of people do not have access to masks. And so, um, she worked with her partners and recently delivered 3,000 eco-friendly COVID kits. Um, so congratulations to Malika Yates. All right, next up is the uh, New Roots Initiative Project. And um, New Roots has a couple different things going on. Uh, one of the things is backyard farming. Um, and the other is upcycled learning materials. And um, let me see here. I want to make sure I'm getting both names right. So it's May Christine Kalimlim and Chris Rajanian. Um, and I just think this is one of the best pictures ever is these kiddos here, <laughs> arm in arm, uh, out there in their farm area. So what they've been doing is going out to these um, different areas that, you know, there's been lots of flooding and all kinds of stuff going on in the Philippines. And the Philippines is experiencing the brunt of um, a lot of what's happening with climate change. So they are, um, they're going in and, and responding in any way that we can, they can with urban farming, with getting materials for preschool kids and with doing fundraising. So congratulations to the New Roots Initiative team. All right, next up is Earth Guardian Zambia. And uh, this is uh, Darwin Mawele, Bruno Nkosi, and Moshawa Mundia. So congratulations to all of you guys. Uh, Darwin came into our program and did the action plan retreat in May and immediately signed up and became recognized as Earth Guardian Zambia. Uh, from there, they've gone on with their goal of planting 10,000 trees and they planted their first 200 just um, in the end of November. So congratulations. Uh, make sure <coughs> again that you're heading over and liking their pages and supporting all these folks. Okay, so let's go back to the next one. And 
me see here for a second. Okay, um, I am going to uh, take a tiny little break here to do my, <coughs> to get my drink of water. So hold on. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> okay. And hello in France. Hi, Victoria. <laughs> okay. So next up is the Sargassum podcast. You may not have ever heard of Sargassum, uh, but if you live in a Caribbean uh, beach area, you've probably seen it. Sargassum is this algae that has been uh, piling up on the beaches in recent years. And, um, and so uh, Francisca's group that is that it, are marine biologists and have different expertise have decided to to put together this Sargassum podcast where they bring together all of the issues and the challenges and the solutions so that people even in remote areas will know that the the best of the science and be able to to figure out um, you know how best to manage this. Um, and so they, during this time, they became a project of Marine Conservation Without Borders. So congratulations to Dr. Francisca Elmer. Make sure that you sign up for, you know, follow them on all their social media so that you're able to, um, to know when their podcast comes out so you can like it and help them get up in the ratings there, get out to more people. Um, next up is, oh, and hello, Claudia. Um, next up is, is, uh, Frederick Lidman with the Autodesk Green Games team. Um, this is a really cool story. Uh, Frederick had this idea. She, she heard about the, the challenge from Coralie, one of our volunteers, and decided to try and do something with her team, with her company in in Denver. So they decided to do this 30-day challenge. And, you know, this was during the pandemic. And they found that the new people joining their team, it was really important to have this kind of community, some creative place to, to be talking about what you're doing in your personal life. Um, and they had hundreds of activities that people did during the challenge. And now they're talking about making this an annual thing and going global for their, their company. So it's a beautiful example of how you start with just an idea of maybe we can do something and it just ripples out. Um, so congratulations to Frederick Lidman. Okay, next up is the Youth Power Team. So this is another one of the voter education teams. Uh, Heather wasn't sure in the beginning. She's like, I want to do something. I don't know what. And so she realized, okay, the, well, the election is big and I work with a lot of kids. So let me see if, um, if I can combine those. So she changed up her, um, her curriculum so that her, she taught about uh, writing and democracy. And so the, the kids got interested in the election and they did phone calling and texting and, um, you know, they were really able to, they, they did a total of 46,000 
uh, voter outreach contacts. And uh, Isabel talked about how how proud it made her that, you know, in these very close elections to know that she had participated, she had gotten her family into it, um, and that even though they're too young to vote, they were able to make an impact. So congratulations to the Youth Power team. Next up, Anka Green Team, Nigeria. Um, so this, I just love the photos of this. So um, hope you can watch the video of Umar Saleh Anka, who is talking about what they were able to do um, during this time where they distributed 6,000 tree seedlings. They work with um, uh, secondary school students in Nigeria. And this idea, I really wish somebody would have come to my school and said, here's a tree that you can plant and take care of. Um, so congratulations to Umar and his partners as they are um, helping the, the youth of Nigeria get, make that connection. Next up, Brianna is uh, not too far away from me here in Broomfield. Um, the Sustainable Broomfield team uh, is a, a group of residents working to, to help their, their city become more sustainable. I love this because as I started Sustainable Revolution Longmont, and I know that having a group like that really does impact the city. So they've been doing all kinds of stuff. She set out to figure out um, starting a sustainable business recognition program. Um, but along the way, they also kept their compost club going. Um, they've done fundraiser, fundraisers like a, a painting, sip and paint online fundraiser. They're teaming up uh, with the, the Green Actioneers workbook. So they're doing a great job at figuring out how to adapt um, during the pandemic to keep everybody involved. So congratulations to Brianna and Sustainable Broomfield. All right, next up is the to be or not to be team from, from France and the US. Their, their project is based on a, um, a property in France. Um, this project was led by Victoria Yokoda, who um, a family who has been doing apiculture, so beekeeping and, and um, publishing about beekeeping and all everything that goes around it approached her to ask if she would be interested in helping them figure out what to do with these amazing resources that they have um, collected over a hundred years or so. And uh, so Victoria's team has been um, working on this. And she said the reason that she it really hit home was that when she turned the corner one day and, and came across a bunch of dead bees. And so this, the things that she had been hearing about mass bee die-offs um, was very personal. And this opportunity came of something that she could, she could dive into. And indeed she did. So congratulations to their whole team, uh, Victoria, Sarah, Jamie, Anais, I'm not sure how to say that exactly, and Sandra. Yay, congratulations to be or not to be. Okay, and next up, and hi Juanita, thanks for joining us. Um, next up, Juan for Nature, oh my goodness. Um, I just love every one of these teams, but um, this is just like, this team is so resourceful. What they did was that they noticed that in their community, there was not anywhere to do any kind of recycling. So they just built 
a materials recovery facility. They went uh, out into their neighborhood. Let me grab a couple more of those photos so you can see it. Um, and they talked with people and asked if they could use the unused bamboo and coconut lumber that was in their community. And they just they just built the dang thing. Um, it's just like such a cool thing of taking things into their own hands. And they made their own, their logo, Juan for nature. So in the Philippines, Juan means, it's kind of like Joe. It's like the, the, the name for everybody. And so they said Juan for nature, which also kind of sounds like one for nature. So made this beautiful logo make sure that you follow them. They have their Facebook, their Instagram, all that, so that you can uh, follow them and give them support. And I love too that they also do Zumba classes, which um, I'm going to leave here in a few minutes and go to a Zumba class with my mask on. And, you know, having some outlets for community and exercise during the pandemic is huge. So congratulations to Reina Baroto and the whole Wand for Nature team. All right. Um, okay. Um, we've got some other folks joining us. Wonky Tonk Girl on YouTube. Yay. Um, all right. Next up is Team Great from Golden. Uh, let's see here. We have Sheila DeForest. So Sheila came to us as uh, in her role as Mrs. Eco International. So this is, you know, another person doing pageantry as a way to get the word out. Her focus has been sustainable fashion. But um, Sheila had a uh, a kestrel family that nested in their yard and they, most of the other neighbors were just poisoning the, um, the, the gophers that were tearing up their, or prairie dogs that were tearing up their yards, but they had these kestrels that appeared and anyhow, they started figuring out, wow, there's this whole holistic system that we could be using rather than what the other neighbors are doing. So they tried to start a neighborhood group, weren't able to. So she went up to the next level and started a group for their city. And so this is a very exciting um, thing to watch, uh, to watch Sheila go through this whole process. Uh, they're working on planning their uh, uh, a Earth Day event for the city. They've been doing Fridays for Futures. Uh, standing out there with the young people, which is a great idea as a way to connect uh, with folks. Um, so congratulations to Sheila DeForest and to the, the Golden uh, residents and friends eco action team. <laughs> um, next up is AgriVision. This is uh, in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And congratulations to Luabar Kumakuma, who started this team. Uh, you know, it was during the pandemic and people were trying to figure out, you know, we, it's a poor country to start with, but now with the pandemic and lockdowns, how are we going to have money for food? How are we going to have money for schools or anything? And so um, uh, Luabar found a friend of his that had some property, some land that allowed them to start growing food on there. They started with five members, and by the end, they had 30 people um, growing their own food. And um, so congratulations to the DRC team, and we can't wait to see what all you do next. 
Okay, and next up is the Earth Fairies. Yay! Oh, hi, Nan. Okay, that's you on um, YouTube. Um, okay, so the Earth Fairies, so their, their whole message is, uh, where is it here? Earth Fairies are not a myth. Let's prove it. <laughs> and uh, so the Earth Fairies team, they got together and decided that they were going to do something. And they first started with this idea of, of thinking, okay, well, let's do some vlogging and blogging to help people get inspired to do urban gardening. But we got them connected with uh, Dan Diaz at seed for calm They have a program that they're running for with part of the Philippines National Food Garden Movement. So by the end of the challenge, they actually were signing an MOU that their group was going to um, be the responsible group for running this urban farm. Um, and so how cool is that, 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 uh, Dorothy started with this idea in May. She went, she became, she attended an earth uh, eco leader camp and now they've got an urban farm that they're working on. I hope that you watch her video. She has all kinds of amazing graphics in there. So it's definitely worth checking out. So congratulations to Dorothy, uh, Faye Martin and um, Rian Claudia Belessa uh, and the earth fairies team. Okay, next up is Trinity Forestry Services, uh, and this is um, a group in Uganda that has this super innovative approach of using vertical gardening as a way to help people who are in the slums to find a way to grow their own food and to create a source of income for themselves, as well as offset the cost of food um, and provide more nutritious food. Um, and their, their work is just so incredible of what they're doing. These are demonstration gardens that they build right in the community and they use all this found plastic for the containers and they're just providing seeds and training. And they also have, um, a thing that they do, which is that they commission each volunteer they train to find five more people to start their own team. Um, and so this is a way to get this to ripple out into the community. We do have a fundraiser set up for, for the Trinity Forestry Services. We have a goal of 1,000, and I'm excited to say that we are at 645 uh, due to some very generous donors who have pitched in anything from 10 bucks to, to more. So if that's something that you want to do and support as part of your holiday giving or anytime giving, um, then we encourage you to do that. Okay. All right. So that was the Trinity team. So next up is Fountain Together. Susan Kircher had this idea of, well, maybe I'll do, I'll, I'll try to do a cleanup. Um, well, that's my goal. We'll try and get 30 people to do a cleanup. But uh, what ended up happening is it ended up expanding. And so during this very short amount of time, the Fountain Together team came together. They figured out their name for one thing. They came up with this amazing logo. They set up their uh, Facebook page so you can follow them there, figure out what all they're doing. Um, so not only did they do the cleanup, but they also had this idea. They realized that a Halloween um, 
event was coming up, an outdoor Halloween trick or trunk. Uh, and so they made the 2,500 seed packets with their contact info um, and directions for getting in touch with them and for participating. Um, and they've also been responding to food drives. And that's their vision is just to be a community that can respond, can do cleanups. They're doing tree plantings. They're responding uh, to bring to get food for people that need it. So congratulations to Susan Kircher and the Fountain Together team. Heal the Earth is our next team. This is Wanda Osterman Harris, who is all things about saving the pollinators, protecting the pollinators, um, holistic land care. She has just got a wealth of resources on this. Um, during this training, a couple uh serendipitous things happen she was part of kiss the ground and uh an alumni with that and a big movie came out she's also part active with people of pollinators and the colorado pollinator summit so she got these two things together and was able to get hundreds of folks to watch the kiss the ground movie and um, dozens of people to sign the that pledge to to take action to protect pollinators um so congratulations to Wanda and the Heal the Earth um, Pollinator People team. Okay, next up, Drawdown Alberta. So you've probably heard about the Drawdown book, Project Drawdown. Um, Melanie Hoffman has had this idea of trying to get a group together to implement that on the for the whole province of of Alberta. And the cool thing about Melanie's is she is really working to make sure that it's centered with indigenous um, values and indigenous leaders. And um, so they, they did a screening of um, the film 2040. They created partnerships with 14 organizations. They've got these plans of what they're going to be doing um, next as they move forward. So congratulations to, to Melanie. I know it was a lot more work than she envisioned, but that was a big project that she took on and actually got started during this 90 days. So congratulations to that team. Okay, next up is our Mabinju Powerhouse Youth um, uh, Team, Youth Group Team. And when, when Jeffrey came in, his goal was to plant a million trees. And I was like, Jeffrey, it's a 90 day challenge. And he said, that's fine. That's, that will be our goal. Well, they didn't get a million, but they did plant 30,000 trees during this 90 day challenge. Um, so congratulations to Jeffrey Nuguri. And this is also um, Ilari Oyogi, um, who also were awarded eco champion awards. Um, you know, a lot of people wonder, well, how can we do this because we don't really have any resources? Well, you know what? These guys don't have any resources either. What they do is they they grow the seedlings um, from seeds. So they just buy the seeds and then they they grow them themselves and then they go and meet with different communities and uh, they focus on widows and youth. And this is how they spread their their message, and they're um, you know they're working in relationship with nature, and and by doing that, they don't they don't need a lot of outside resources. Um, so 
so much inspiration from this team and so much that we can learn from them. So thank you so much and congratulations to the Mabinju powerhouse team. All right. And finally, uh, we have the Rakai Youth for Action and Development. And that last team was in Kenya. Um, this team is in Uganda. Uh, Samuel Yahweh, also known as Bigger Al-Islam, is uh, a big presence in our community here. Uh, they raised more than um, 5,000 tree seedlings um, and distributed their, their seedlings to their community. In a very similar way, they have very few resources, but they are um, growing seeds and working with, with women and with youth. They include sports as a way to get people excited, to get the youth especially excited about what they're doing. They just go out and talk with people. Um, and uh, Samuel is just finishing up his degree in, in climate, um, climate science. And I love that they're pairing this knowledge that sometimes brings people away from their community, but instead working directly with the community on how to use that. Okay, so that was a huge thing. Um, yeah, aren't those awesome projects? Thank you so much for your comments as everybody is watching. Um, yeah, congratulations to all the challengers. Um, but I also, we, we also had a few um, folks that we want to mention. So the team, the team behind this whole thing, um, I, I may not have introduced myself, but my name is Joan Gregerson. Uh, so this whole thing was based on the book that I wrote, which is Climate Action Challenge. Um, definitely hope that you will check that book out, leave a review for us, give it to somebody for Christmas, um, help us get this message going of this is what works, is helping people get going. Um, so Coralie Dorvie uh, lives in Colorado now. She's originally from France. She has been doing everything behind the scenes, starting with the Earth Week Summit and on through the Climate Action Challenge. So um, any of the cuter graphics that you see or just getting all things organized and set up uh, behind the scenes, it's pretty likely that Coralie is responsible for that. Um, Susan Wright is uh, the owner of The Wright Architect, and she has been our core sponsor, financial supporter, and strategist going through this whole process. Um, there's no way we could have pulled this off uh, without her support. Sophie Rossman is a high school um, senior from Colorado. I met her. We were working in a garden one day, and she said she wanted to study environmental sciences in college. And I said, well, why don't you just start on it right now? And so she did. So if anybody that did a weekly check-in, Sophie was reading all of those, getting all the photos organized, and responding to folks, and has uh, done a lot of the interviews. So you see those interviews as you... Um, uh, go forward, but she's done an excellent job. Smoothie has been on our team doing things like Instagram takeovers um, and has been really helpful on Instagram, especially helping do our outreach. Uh, Rosaline Wogu is a graduate student in Germany. 
Um, she's been doing project management, also doing a lot of outreach, uh, connecting with some of our circular economy challengers and doing a lot of admin tasks on the back end. And Brooke Jenkinson is a public school teacher who um, has done a lot of our media um, outreach to folks um, along the way. So congratulations to all of our eco leaders on our team there. Um, and next up is our mentors. So we had 40 some folks from around the world that stepped up and said they would be mentors and they have been incredible. Um, Pam Pranger is one of our eco champion award winners. She helped people figure out how to write grants and um, very, very useful information. Nina Von Toulon has been working with several of our teams uh, with her waste, with her expertise with the International Waste Platform. Daniel Ogon has been helping some of the teams who are planning um, cleanups to understand what all it takes and how to um, how to make an awesome cleanup and not just make it a one day event, but really build it into starting a movement. Um, some of these folks I've already mentioned as team members, so I'm going to keep going. Um, Derek Mugisha Emanuel is with Uganda Youth Biodiversity Network, but also with Earth Day Africa and is working on a way, creating a working group for all of our tree planters, all of our urban farmers, especially in Africa, as a way to go forward. Um, so that's been um, amazing. Also, Dan Diaz is um, somebody that's been helping our Philippine um, teams make a bigger impact. So we appreciate that. He's also been a presenter. Um, and uh, Dave Finnegan with Green Actioneers has been a loyal person just showing up and encouraging folks and talking with folks uh, and spreading the word about his idea of how families can work together um, with his Green Actioneers um, workbook. Halima Imam, another one of our mentors, has been a voice for uh, women, women in Africa, for youth, and um, she was featured as one of our presenters in the summit. You can find her talks on our YouTube channel. Um, let's see, Madison, I didn't mention earlier, Madison stepped in and did huge stuff with us, coming up with subtitles for all of our kickoff events. Uh, just one of many volunteers that made it um, a huge success. Leslie Bazins with the city and county of Denver helped by doing um, uh, food waste uh, education for some of our, our groups, including the Autodesk team. Um, and let's see, I think I've mentioned everyone here other than Nan Holda. So Nan has been great, very solid um, member of our team and is going to help our alumni going forward, her and Wanda, as well as others, I'm sure. Um, and let's see. Okay, so I think that that is it for all of our folks here. Bring this back over and stop my screen share. All right. So yay, everybody. Congratulations to all of our Eco Champion Award winners. Um, so if you're interested in what they've been doing, then head over to climateactionchallenge.net. You can read the challenger stories. Definitely follow them on their social media accounts. Like, comment, you know, help them get some momentum. Um, and if you want to know how to make an impact yourself, then grab the book, the workbook. I have two new courses coming up. If you want to figure out how to do the challenge yourself, 
or how to lead a community challenge. A lot of people have asked, okay, Joan, I missed the last challenge. When can I sign up? My answer is, why don't you start a challenge? This is an idea that anybody can do. You can do a 90-day challenge anywhere that you are with your faith community, your neighborhood, your city, your anything, your workplace. So take this idea and let's have thousands of challenges happening. Um, because, you know, we in some of our sessions, people are saying, well, I can't get people excited about joining. And it's like, yeah, if you don't make it exciting, people won't be excited. So it's up to us to make these things excited. That 90-day challenge is an idea that works. Um, so thank you, everybody, for participating. Uh, woo, woo, go teams. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Um, thank you. I'm just kind of reading through all the all the, the comments here. So thanks, everybody. And I'm going to go um, do Zumba right now with my mask on. And I hope that you guys find ways to, to stay happy and healthy and connected um, during the holiday season. Um, if you've got the book, please leave a, a review. I really appreciate that. Um, and uh, with that, congratulations to all the eco champions. And um, remember, the time for action is now because there is no planet B. See you soon. Bye.